Welcome to the podcast, y'all. I am one of your illustrious hosts, Camille Eon, and I'm joined with my fabulous co-host, as always. Hi, hello, everyone. I am Aphasia Speaks. Don't say she's already so speaking. So drag number for that song. Zana, Zana. Are you going to do it? I need to. Yeah. I just haven't done it yet. Do you like that song? I love, I love No Doubt. I love that song. Okay. I was like, are you, like, I don't want you to do, I don't want you to feel like obligated to do this because no, your name. No, 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 no. No, I love them. You gotta there do. There was a great cover by New Year's Day. Is this a band? New Year's Day is a band, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. They, the name makes me feel like they sound like an Owl City. Ooh. Or like No, a... they're like, um, kind of like same vein as like, like they've been on a punk goes pop album. Okay, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know exactly who that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know them. Um, well, we're joined by two of our fellow members of Team Stream Queens, some theater queers, because we're going to be chit-chatting about all things theater, all things queer. Um, Cordy, uh, we have the incomparable... Cordy Gamers? Aphasia loves to just reach in and just stop me. Like, I'm just driving down the street and this bitch just drops a brick wall in front of me and everything <laughs> everything just stops functioning. Um, we have the fabulous It's Lady Lay, Lady Lay from New Zealand joining us. We, <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, lady? Yeah, so my name is Lady Lay. I am from Aotearoa, New Zealand. I love all things horror, <laughs> and um, I have been in theater since, like, since I could care. I was doing, like, community stuff and mm. professionally since 2014. Okay, work. Ooh. Mm. Absolutely. We also have the incredible, the fabulous, the talented. You better serve for the camera lady. Uh, we have the incredible, the talented Sapphire E. Glamour, who is like the the resident theater queen of Twitch. Like, let's let's oh, absolutely let's everywhere mm-hmm. Sapphire goes. We're talking. We're discussing theater. We have strong opinions. We have right opinions. Really. Still wrong. <laughs> Correct opinion. Correct opinion. <laughs> Sapphire, mm-hmm. why don't you tell the people a little bit about you, my love? Yeah. Uh, well, you heard the name and you know the name. Sapphire <laughs> E. Glamour. <laughs> <laughs> so, bitch, you already know. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> and you know. Um, but yeah, I am a theater queen. <laughs> and that's why I'm here. Um, what, what was, what are, what else do we say? You have, you have told us <laughs> everything we need. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. oh, we know who you are based off this. <laughs> yeah. So we love it. That's exactly all you needed to know. 
Well, we're going to be here chit-chatting about theater and, you know, I, this this is something that comes up a lot, I think, in the queer community. People, there, there's almost an expectation to know about musicals, theater, all this shit. I do not meet this expectation. Aphasia, do you meet this expectation? Mm, I know enough to get me by. Fly under the radar with these. With the past as a queer. With the, <laughs> yes, I, I know just enough to pass as a musical theater gay, but like, just barely. Like, I fell asleep in class, but, like, I, I still graduated. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's a great topic to sort of just dig into, find out. And this is not going to be a means to drag anybody, either people that know about theater or people that don't know about theater. This is just going to be a means to talk about something uh, like theater because it is a it contributes to a lot of pop culture. It contributes to a lot of our references, whether we know it or not. And um, it's some queer shit. So we're going to dig it in. <laughs> it gay. Also, see, homosexual. Uh, so our first question is, uh, lady sort of starts to get into it, but what was y'all's like when, and again, for anyone listening who knows nothing about theater, like I am you, we are the same person. Hold my hand. We're going to walk with God in this, whatever. That's terrifying. Um who <laughs> her <laughs> get your clammy hands away from me <laughs> uh, who or, or, um, what what so what was y'all's window into theater like what was the first thing you can remember that got you interested in it as more than just like this is a thing that's on like how'd you get into theater uh i i'll start because mine's kind of I ain't asking you. Um, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> no, no, go. So I remember in like middle school, uh, my grandmother, <laughs> my grandma signed me and my brother up for her church's Easter play. Oh God. Literally. And speaking of God, you know, <laughs> just a second ago. Um, and my brother played Jesus. And I played like the sheriff of the town who was who was going to crucify him. No, 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 no. I wasn't. I, no, I, I was. I was one of the sheriffs, and I was so excited to kill my brother. You said this is the role of a lifetime. Goddamn it! <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm just up here having fun, right? I couldn't say blasphemers correctly. No. Blasphemers? What grade were you in? This is like, this is like, uh, maybe like fifth or sixth grade. Okay. Okay. Like, so, like, blasphemers like, as in one who does blasphemy. Yes. Mm. They got you to talk about blasphemy in fifth grade? Also that. Well, it was, it was for a church. <laughs> it was a Bible show. It was a Bible show. <laughs> a Bible show? <laughs> it, was about, it was about Easter and Jesus coming back or whatever. There's many Bible and, shows. Oh. <laughs> and, like uh, an activity. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like an activity thing. Excuse me. <coughs> the first play. God. He's fighting. When you cloud, clownery comes back. <laughs> when you do clownery, oh my God, I can't. Um, but like before this like play, I was always like, you know, running around, dancing around, being like the spotlight of things, just being a fucking Leo, right? I, my authentic gay self. And so this is my first like acting acting gig. Come on, John. <laughs> so and I'm just having fun with it. And my grandma comes up to me and she's like, she's like, wow, 
you play mean really well for a kid who's so happy. And I was like, am I an actor? <laughs> am I an actor? No, you're just a bitch. <laughs> just a bitch. <laughs> am I an actor or am I not happy? <laughs> am I an actor I or happy. a liar? Yes, was, this is like this is like fifth, like fifth, sixth grade. I was happy. I'm happy. I, I didn't know I didn't know the, the trial tribulations of the world yet. Okay. So I, I'm cool. I'm chilling. And so after that, I was like, Mom, I want to start doing more theater. I want to start acting more. And so like there was more like through middle school doing like plays and like that, like some community things and just like putting on my own plays at home and then going into mm. high school and being in musicals there, but realizing that I'm black and I'm not going to get the lead because of racism. Um, but yeah, you know, also like being in like, like choir and band and mm-hmm. knowing that my vocals are better than most of these other white boys there. <laughs> they get it because they're Mormon. <laughs> And the teachers are Mormon, and the moms make everything are Mormon for the show, so they put their kids in there so they can get stuff. Whatever. But that's pretty much, like, the extent, like, high school, maybe, like, some early college, like, theater stuff. Or, like, literally working at Disneyland is, like, because it, it, they, they say you're on stage when you work at Disneyland all mm-hmm. the time. And I had to feel like I had to put up a facade the whole time. How do you not? Being happy. It just like all this stuff. And like, so doing that as well is like customer service 101. And that stuck with me ever since. I know how to be a real big bitch while still being nice at the same time. Which is. Do I do it it with friends? Fuck no. Fuck you guys. You just get the bitch. So you just get the bitch. bitch. There you go. You're only getting half the story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, that's me. That's my entry into. And then of course, like knowing like the popular shows at the time when I was growing up and like knowing Mm. all these things and like seeing like the plays like bootleg someone like filming in their fucking coat or whatever, you know, all that bullshit. So yeah. The obsession begins. Mm-hmm. Also, I have family in New York, so I saw Broadway shows at a very young age. So, ah, work. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I think Sorry. my I think my very first Broadway show I saw was Cats. Ooh, and I fucking hated it. Yeah, that's, that's about cats. what I expect. I still <laughs> hate Cats. It's not. I don't like it at all. It's not my thing. Cats was actually. An enjoyable experience, or very much the opposite. It's very yeah. polarizing. Mm-hmm. Cats is I, the time. I first heard about cats from an episode <laughs> of Hey Arnold. So thank you to them. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> <laughs> thank you to them. Uh, Sapphire, how did you become a theater queen? How'd you get here? What was your window? Well, did you break um, it? Oh, I break everything. I enter. You bust the windows. <laughs> I break oh, everything I come on <laughs> Um <laughs> uh, so well I I've I've always been like I didn't really know about theater until the fourth grade. Like I didn't know about like the the art of like performance theater because mm-hmm. it just wasn't anything that um I had access to. Um, being from the tundra of Minnesota. Um, and, but looking back on it, I remember being very, very, very young. Um, 
a little kid at a Seventh Day Adventist school, private school, playing a character in a nativity play. Same just from your story. Mm-hmm. And were y'all like, in the same play? We were in no. the same play. No, we were <laughs> <laughs> Same production. No. Mine was Easter, hers was nativity. Of so course, obviously of Christmas. course. Seasons yeah. change. Either way, Jesus was born at some point. Yeah. Who were you in this nativity? I don't remember. I think... I think <laughs> I... I don't remember his name. It's the king. The king that was against Jesus. Solomon? Is that his name? No. no. It was something with an M. Mm. I don't remember. Mermaid. Moses! Man. King Moses. <laughs> Lady! <laughs> Lady said king this dog. is... This is catchphrase, bitch. <laughs> I don't think Moses was the king. It was? Moses was not a king. Moses led the Jews to safety. <laughs> I thought Moses brought the animals over. That was Noah. Noah. Was Noah. Also not a king. A, more, of a, more of an Eliza Thornberry type. Oh, period. Come on, get the gab. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> By the way, the so meeting has ended. I don't know if you wanted to know. Oh. oh, that's why I put my hand up. Oh, yeah, we ran out of time. We can do another. One. Yeah, let me just start another. One. And I don't think we got Sapphire back. It's okay. I'll join when you make another one. Okay. I just remembered. I was like, "Oh, did you want my captions?" Everyone, keep recording, <laughs> right? Like we have partial captions for this. Um. I do. Hold on, I DM. I write notes of where I was, what I was talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lady, when you were pointing, I thought you were just trying to like gesture to Sapphire, like comedically. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, ladies do it a bit. We love that. No, I wasn't doing it a bit. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I was like, Moses! And I it was just my... <laughs> it was just this. <laughs> I loved the Moses, though. That was that was a great moment. I don't know if Dad needs subtitles for that. <laughs> oh, I found the name. There won't be. Um, go ahead and... Moses? There we go. No, it's King Herod. It was an H. Oh, so there's yeah. no fucking name in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Moses. The lies. The lies. You got me out here looking like a fool. <laughs> looking like a oh, fool with your pants on the ground. Why is so... Okay. Okay, we are back on. <laughs> oh, wait. No, we're not. I'm lying. So okay. thoroughly. What else is there? We could technically just use the... Um, Sussy quissy. There we go. We're backing up. Um ah, no, it wasn't <laughs> Moses. Go ahead, Sapphire. No, it wasn't Moses. <laughs> no, it wasn't Moses. <laughs> it was King Herod. King Herod. King Herod. Yeah. Um Who's King Herod? We just went over We just went over it. <laughs> oh wait, did we actually? Uh, no, we did not go over it. This was uh, King, uh, King King Herod was the king from the first play. The f- the first fictional Herod play. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus threatened <laughs> his, his throne to be king or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go over the synopsis no, of the no, Bible. No, 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 please. No, That'll no, be for no, our Bible gay episode. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell's the Bible? I don't want to be there for that. I quit. <laughs> I move on. Yeah, go ahead. Resume. <laughs> Lay it out. Um, then I'll come back for the next one. Yeah. Oh, Um. okay. So, no, I'm not going to say that because that dates me. But my mom bought me. My age will remain a mystery. Um. <laughs> Are you the youngest here? <laughs> You're Who timeless. Knows? Who knows? Um, my mom bought me a uh, a VHS tape of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <gasps> was it the, the one with what's his face, the Osmond? It's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Um, I think it was just because. It's it's not a secret. Um, my out of drag, my name's Joey. Mm-hmm. So, um, Joseph. Your name's not a name secret, but your ages. Yeah, <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? But no, what do you mean? There will come a time when the name Joey might not be as common as it is. So they might think, "Oh wow, Sapphire must come from the from the Joey time." Yeah, the only time <laughs> when we still name people that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but that was when I was like, oh, songs telling a story. Um, hello, am I into it? <laughs> <laughs> and um, have when, now? Did you pick up on the religious themes of it, or was it just like the performance of it that you liked? Just it was, Mama. It was just the the glitz and the glam and the gag, <laughs> the and, the, and the gay ass technicolor coat. <laughs> I mean, it's it like color. sheep and the music. Aren't there sheep? Yeah, yeah. Because he's a sheep. He's a sheep herder, right? Isn't sheep they yeah. they do tear apart a sheep and. Um, tear apart his coat and cover it in sheep's blood. That's what ha- that's what happens. That's hot. And you get sacrificed. We love we love we love that. Yeah, he gets thrown into a pit. These are a few of my favorite things. Not me, It was me. Sorry, one hundred percent the face. Thank you. Um, L- Lady Lay said, "I'm I'm getting." <laughs> Lady Lay's actually like a secret shopper here to get this podcast together. <laughs> Segway. Segway into my first production. Joseph and the Amazing Tacticolor Dream Co. Oh, but was it actually your first production after that? Yeah, it was in... That's kind of gaggy. It was in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I played one of the junior chorus members. How did the sheep's blood translate? The fourth grade? Uh, it was a high school production. We, I was in the junior chorus. The, oh, the kids, they were on stage when that happened. The kids, the kids are only on stage for the beginning, the middle, and the end. <laughs> I see, I see, I <laughs> to see. To be like, look at all these children and Jesus or whatever. Yes, I don't know why there's children. And <laughs> they're selling the fantasy. They're oh, selling the fantasy of it all. Yeah, because a, a children's choir is a sound like no other, and like people love that angelic shit. Yeah, I the, hate it. I find it creepy. I like it in scary time. I, yeah, I don't like it for yeah. the cute shit. I like it for Reverb- terrifying things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reverberation. Reverberation. Um yeah, so Josephine the Mason Technicolor Dreamcoat, fourth grade. And then my first lead role 
oh. was playing Joseph in the Amazing Technical Other Dreamcoat. I was I played Joseph. Um, oh, what which is was this? like I don't know. What is this trajectory? <laughs> Do you like this play, by the way? What? Do you like Joseph? The play. I. I'm just I'm just laying out my history. <laughs> I, I just want to know though, do you like the play? I think it's can be fun. Okay. I think it's overdone. I think mm-hmm. I mean I think in it, your life it absolutely is. <laughs> and I've done it I've done it three or four times. That's wild. I just didn't mention all of them. <laughs> well I played I've played Unicorn's member. I played Two of the brothers, and I play Joseph. Okay, work. Um, wig. Wig. Um, <laughs> that was, okay, but that was in middle school. So, like, uh-huh. I say it's a lead role, but it was, like, middle school. Um, now, hold on, hold on. Before we go too deep, because now we're, you are knee-deep in your your love for theater at this point. We're going to get into yeah. all of this. I do want to hear about Lady, how did you get into theater? How did you start? Down this road. Oh, I start in theater. What was your so, theater gateway drag? The theater gateway drag. Was it also um, Joseph and the Technicolor Dream? <laughs> <laughs> was Absolutely it something not. religious? Or was it a Bible? <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, in a Bible musical. I would like put on like shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't religious either, mm-hmm. which it was for y'all. So I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's America. Um, it's to be expected. <laughs> my mother is Catholic though. Okay. But like when it suits her, mm-hmm. do my- if you know those kind of those yeah, it's like mm-hmm. when people are looking. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, d- does re- I know this isn't like the religious theater podcast, but just does religion permeate media in New Zealand the way that it does in the states? Um, I wouldn't believe so. Our percentage of religious, like, p- like especially Christian people, uh-huh. is far lower than y'all's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that our religions, we have heaps of religions in New Zealand because, mm-hmm. like, the population is so multicultural. So it's hard, like, because I have, like, a weird thing about, like, structured religions and, like, how, like, culty they can get. Mm-hmm. But then there is also, like, so many different cultures here. And so it's, like, Whenever I talk about religion, I also have to be aware that to not, you know, um, go too ham about any certain culture and stuff. True. Yeah. But I don't think that religion permeates the media. Okay, word. Yo, that, that was just an aside. So what yeah. what did get you? Get you gotcha? Mm. Um, so... I... I can't remember why I started, to be honest. But I went to drama classes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Mum just took me to drama classes. I do distinctly remember them saying that the reason why I went to gymnastics, but not why I went to drama. Maybe I did drama after gymnastics. I also did gymnastics. Yeah, so I started soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, mask legend, <laughs> and I was um, doing cartwheels at the goal. So they <laughs> put me into gymnastics and stuff. Wow, we're the same person on opposite sides of the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is all so Hi, my name's Aphasia Speaks. And I'm Lady Lay. <laughs> Why my baby just dancing over there by the goal? Um, <laughs> twirl, uh, yeah, twirl, twirl. <laughs> Dad, watch the twirl. Um, yeah, and I guess, like, because I was always, like, performing 
and like I was making like I would staple fabric together and make dresses for the girls at kindergarten and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it was always very um feminine and performance based things. I remember I sat in like my tree house and made the Wizard of Oz costumes out of newspaper in kindergarten okay. and like gave a little display at kindergarten of them. So I guess like it made sense that I was put into like drama classes and stuff. And I think the first time I was on stage was for this youth theater company. It was a, a play called Dinky Pinky, which that is about sounds... pigs. Wait, does that sound bad? Is Dinky Pinky not a good thing? Stinky Pinky, that makes me think of a shocker. Uh, two in the pink, one in the stink, but that's okay. But it's oh, Dinky no. Pinky. Yeah, what does Stinky Pinky mean? I don't know. Nothing. It, it, it's, it's, it sounds like Stinky Pinky, and it sounds something dirty. Well, it reminds oh, me of so Stinky Pinky. Stinky Winky. winky, is, oh, winky. Okay, okay. Oh, did you say it reminds me of a big sapphire? Okay, thank you for making that clear. Mine stinky is. Stinky Pinky is a pick. <laughs> it's, oh, my name yes. is Stinky Pinky, and my tail is short and stinky. <gasps> oh, I love that. That sounds like a little Doctor Seuss. Children's play. Yeah. Oh my god, I was scared that the the, the multiple gasps from the POC. I was like being racist. I was so <laughs> it's now. It's happening. Now. We didn't say the safe word. I freaked. <laughs> we didn't say the safe word. You're fine. Okay. You're all good. Um, that was just yeah, a and I um, I was like six years old playing a hunter with a gun. Oh, so you you hunted. Dinky Pinky. Pinky. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Halt! Dinky Pinky. <laughs> I was also the bad guy in my first production, too. This is wild! <laughs> yeah, so I was the bad guy. I, I was Dinky um, Pinky in my first production. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had a gun. At a, you know, actually. I had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's now, wait, did they arm you with an actual gun? <laughs> no. Um... Guns, like, haven't been the biggest thing in my country, luckily. Luckily. Thank God for that. Luckily. Um, and as soon as there was, like, our recent, um, when an Australian decided uh, to use a gun for a mass murder, mm-hmm. mass racist murder, mm-hmm. um, um, they got banned. Wow. This is why y'all can't get shit. Wow. An appropriate, healthy response to Mm -hmm. gun violence. Remarkable. Mm -hmm. Uh, In America, we'd call that theater Uh, because because we don't believe in that. Um, But it's. But yeah. But anyway, sorry. Sorry, I'll I'll, I'll continue my story. Wait, do you want to speak or do you want me to. No, you're good. You're good. Um, okay. So yeah, t- uh, tell me about the you know Dinky Pinky. What did that parlay into? And then we'll get into some more theater. Yes. Um, I was always at the end of my story. So um, and then I guess like from there, I just kept doing theater as like a youth thing. What is sad is that I didn't get to do dancing because I was only allowed to do what slurs can I use? All of them that won't get you canceled. I was only allowed to do one faggy thing. Like, my parents, like, didn't want me to do too many faggy things. So I wasn't allowed to do, you know, dancing and drama classes. <laughs> like, oh, you, that's rude. This is great. One is good, two is too much. Yeah, so I was only allowed to do drama. 
Um, I wish I got to dance as well, but that's another, that's another podcast. <laughs> um, that took me a moment to realize. Okay. I'd like to say permission to say faggy things. Uh, permission yeah. granted. Um, and then I, I ended up going to like a more central one. So that was very much like back where, like in like quite a, small town mm-hmm. kind of theater, community theater stuff. And then I moved on when I was about like 12, 11, 12 to doing like community, like youth theater in the city. And then now I do. The year that I left school, I was allowed to get an agent. Ah. And I got my first professional theater. Gig. At what Ooh. age? Mm. Oh, after high it school? Was, after high school, yeah. Okay. 18. That's exciting. Yeah. Now, I do want to ask about, like, theater and the teenage years and sort of mm. what that is like. Because, yeah. That <laughs> uh, because, like, that, it, like, theater gets locked the fuck in <laughs> for people oh, in yeah. those formative years. And it's like, you're either with oh, yeah. it or you're not. Uh, so what? So what? What was it like? Sort of coming of age, coming to age, coming to America. What was it like coming of age? Coming in age. Quiet, Murphy. <laughs> what was it like coming of age in theater? <laughs> not Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, not Martin Lawrence. Please. Um, what's that like? And sort of, how, and and you know, how did how do you how do you think theater sort of shaped you growing up through those years? Uh, personally, I think. Just in general, theater allows you to become more uh, empathetic. Um, Like, you you sort of walk about the world with more empathy because you can step into other people's shoes or you can, like, you you have this opportunity to um, uh, get into a mind space that may or may not be different from your own. Um, It's a lot though. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful that I was in a small town and the only, the only like real drama that we had was like really nothing. Maybe there's like a, a diva who wasn't me, but maybe there was someone. <laughs> maybe there was someone. I think it who was. was who definitely was not me. <laughs> who was being a diva? Who definitely wasn't me. Um, but yeah, we 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 usually shut that down really quickly. Like so, you got shut down really quickly. Shit. So they stopped no. you before you became a monster. <laughs> they can't stop me. Look at you now, a monster everywhere else. I, I, I have. Wish they could have stopped me. I do think about that empathy. <laughs> I wish they could have stopped you. Uh, I do think that I think about that empathy piece though, because like mm. so much of what I hear about acting is you have to, regardless of the decisions the person makes, your character makes, you have to learn how to. You you have to learn how to justify it through their eyes. You have to learn how to like make mm-hmm. peace with mm-hmm. like, like 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 them as a character justify this behavior. So you have to like get there, whether you agree with it or not. And you know some of this shit is heavy that young people play. And mm-hmm. sort of, I guess you know, if you, I, have you had those experiences where you have to really reckon with 
your ideologies and your beliefs. Yeah, I roles. it really it really depends on like what your acting process is. Um cuz some people I, like uh I know a, a lot of other people, other actors would have a different process than I do. Um uh but I like to sort of like uh let the character speak to me <laughs> like i i'll read through it and then i'll like do all the paperwork like i i'm a very paperwork kind of person i'll write down backstory and like, like um circumstances and yeah. yeah yeah yeah, I like, like that yeah yeah and i'll i'll go through the script and like write what i'm thinking like if i'm in the scene i'll write about i'll, I'll write in the margin like um what my character's thinking even if i'm not saying anything mm-hmm. um like it, it's interesting to like um like uh it's interesting to get into a headspace that's like not your own like i've played so many antagonists mm-hmm. well, i don't I, I don't know why not your own <laughs> that sounds exactly like you. i don't know i don't <laughs> know why <laughs> um but yeah I, and um not necessarily like people like uh for instance i, I played on sponge um who is one of the villains of james and the giant peach mm-hmm. um and she's very cruel and she's very loud and she's very like um very th- those aunts are very mean to James like it's part of the plot mm-hmm. um and I don't remember what the question was. I really tried to z- swing around. No, you're good. It was uh, well. I asked. I asked another question while you were answering another one. But um, we were talking a bit, a bit about um, the empathy piece as a young person, and then the larger umbrella question was just um, how you sort of reflect upon how theater impacted you growing up as a teen. Uh, does anyone have anything anything to say while I think maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, but <laughs> 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 because uh, the extent of my teenage theater experience was watching uh, Moulin Rouge on repeat for years. Okay. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel how experience. you feel, but it is mm-hmm. still an experience. Um. <laughs> so I know for for me, like. Uh, my sh- so I was in show choir, obviously gay. <laughs> it's and, a requirement. Uh huh. It's a requirement. And <clears throat> this was the year that the Rent movie came out. And oh. so my choir director at the time was like, "We're gonna do a Rent medley." And I was like, "Okay." And we're like, what, "What's the play about?" And she told us. I was like, "Can we? Can we do this? <laughs> can we?" Can we do this as a thing? And so, whatever, right? So we're like learning the songs, and it's like there there are specific songs chosen for show choirs from the show, right? There's like, of course, there's Seasons of Love. There's yeah. Santa Fe. There was um, God, what else was there? Uh, Bohem- uh, Bohemian Lovey Bohem. Lo- 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 yeah, Lovey Bohem. Lovey. Mm-hmm. Bohemian had, um, Rhapsody. There's had, only 
this? Yes. I don't remember what that song's called. <laughs> no Day But Today. There it is. Yep, that one. And then we had... Uh, we had some other bullshit, right? And so I had, I had a solo in No Day But Today, right? And I was like, okay. So to my teacher's like, this is what's happening in the play. And I was like, okay. So before the big show, it was that Christmas, the movie came out. So I went to go watch it. And I was like, okay, I need to like figure out which character sings this part in this song. And I'm watching it. And I'm just like, this is a lot, bestie. This was a lot of movie for like my like 15-year-old brain to like wrap around and say, we're doing we're, we're singing this these songs with the gays and the AIDS and the drug use. I was like, oh, it's a lot. Heavy, heavy. So like I had to like figure out how to separate me being in the moment, singing that song, trying to feel the emotion that's going on that the song is actually about without actually having to go through the whole thing that character did mm. to get to that part. Yeah. So, yeah, the other yeah. like, that's oh, like such oh, a- Oh, I remember what it was. It was, um, it was the Live in My House reprise mm-hmm. at the funeral with, with Collins. I was doing oh. Collins's part. Yeah. Tell me who is not familiar with specific parts why this garners that reaction. Why does this Jennifer garner that um, reaction? Okay, so the reprise? The reprise, yes. Yeah. So in 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 the play, <laughs> Collins and Angel meet uh like on Christmas Eve, uh-huh. right? And they like Collins gets like hate crimed in the fucking alleyway. Yeah. And then Angel comes to like save him. He's like, here's my angel. That's... Angel's is this amazing angel just drag and like what that his whole adventure this whole year. And they're falling in love and they're like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Then Angel dies of AIDS. And at the funeral, he sings their their duet as a reprise. And it's like so somber and it's so sad because he's singing it alone. Mm-hmm. And then I did that part <laughs> because it was like a baritone bass part. And like 15, 16 year old me, like questioning their sexuality at this point in time, knowing about the AIDS epidemic that happened, like mm-hmm. feeling like I lost my lover, just like hit different. <laughs> so that, that's why I think for me, I know Sapphire like, is not a, the biggest fan of Rent. <laughs> um, but that that's why for me personally, Rent's like one of my favorites because I had that deep connection there. And that was like my like first real gateway drug into the musical theater realm. And then it just kind of snowballed from there for a couple of years and kind of like fell off. But then I kind of like jumping back in. I don't know. Uh but yeah. I still could I still keep up with like the the new shit that's coming out and like people talking and whatnot. So yeah. Mm. Anyway. Lady. How did theater yeah. transform you as a you as a teen? As a teen, <clears throat> um, I think that doing drama in high school, we 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 got to do a lot of like um, like devised theater, um, which became known as like 
traumatized teens being able to create pieces of theater to traumatize the audience. Um, Generational trauma. Generational trauma. Yeah, so like, you know, it was like, yeah, tenderizing and um, like devising on all years. Like everyone would just always be like, I'm going to do a really sad piece. And so, yeah. I'm gonna do a ballad. <laughs> yeah, it's very that. It's very a drag thing. I want to show my me. emotion and my range. Um, and so you know, like, I mean, there was always like a lot of um, I got given opportunity to because, like, within that, I was also doing community theater outside of school, which was always very happy, like High School Musical. Um, Honk, I played the Ugly Duckling. Um, mm. Honk, the Ugly Duckling was actually quite sad. Oh. <laughs> it was quite a. It is. You know. Is it? What, is this like those fairy tales that are based on real heavy shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did Honk die in the end? No, Honk became a swan. It's the Ugly the Duckling. Swan ever. <laughs> Why is it so sad? Well, it's sad because at first. He's a duck that honks. <laughs> and is ugly. And they're like, you honk. We don't honk. We're ducks. Oh, n- not this duck coming from a family of black ducks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't honk. So we- Bye, <laughs> babe. <laughs> Some of that mallard bullshit. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And so then he's like running away by himself and then he runs into a cat and the cat's like, I'm going to eat you. And he's like, I'm literally just trying to live. <laughs> and then that? there's a frog and the frog's like, you know, I'm fucking ugly. I got warts and shit. You do, frog. And then he's like, oh my God, they called me ugly. That's my name. And he's like, well, look at me. I've got warts. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said. I said, look at me. I have warts. Like, that's cute and, and all, bitch, but. No, really, yeah. look at my warts. <laughs> look at my warts. Um, and then, like, at the end of the day, like, he becomes a swan. And apparently it's, like, really exciting for people that he just becomes a pretty person. Listen, but at and the once end he's of the pretty, day, everyone loves him. <laughs> as soon as he's pretty, but wait, didn't he become pretty? Was this like years of like growth into a swan, or just like it just happened one day? Well, like you, know, he was just it, like it, it was a swan. It was a baby swan because baby swans mm. are considered ugly. It was a swan the whole time. <laughs> it was a swan the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was with the ducklings. I know, but I'm just like, did he just and become then, a swan at the end of the, like, his long journey? And he, he just grew up? Was it just it's after a long up? journey, yeah, so he just <laughs> okay. grew up. He went, okay, through, okay. he went through the therapy, he went through the trauma. This bitch just got aged it, into, into that nose or whatever, like, mm-hmm. ooh, girl. Like, a lot, there's so many of those stories that just glamorize getting unugly. Yeah. <gasps> Speaking of ugly, oh. what was the current question we're on, so I don't Digress. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Um, you're about to establish the. Was, we've already gone around with the current did question. Theater develop me as. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of ugly, <laughs> <laughs> as I was, me in high school. No I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> um. I there was a um a pattern. <laughs> let's let's call it a pattern. <laughs> oh god. Uh, that started so with Joseph started and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. 
No. Okay. It started after that. Okay, this is after. There, there was this pattern in high school and beyond. <laughs> um, is the pattern going today? Of of me getting cast in these roles that were described as unlikable or ugly or <laughs> um there's this um there's this character in uh Moliere's The Imaginary Invalid. Um there's two characters in that mm-hmm. who are like ugly. Um and so that by the end you know that they're supposed to be together at the end because um, they're both ugly cuz obviously they have no so much ugly. in common mm-hmm. <laughs> ugly go ugly <laughs> um but yeah i i played the one half of that couple and i was just mm-hmm. like is this there's a pattern here. Now you're being typecast in high school as the ugly person. I yeah. mean, yeah, I got asked to play ugly. It's. I think it's. Ugly. I think it's a. Like, I think it's a. Fact That's thing. the lead role, though. It is the lead role, but yeah, no, that was something that I got asked to. My first professional um, acting role. The brief was, um, like, like obese. 14 year old boy looks oh, like yeah. a really chubby 18 year old no skinny boys allowed that was my first role there um piggy and lord of the flies sucks to your asthma what's that sucks to your asthma that's a yeah, line from the yeah, book yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not my one theater reference <laughs> being overlooked <laughs> what's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like who is this bitch <laughs> yeah and that, lots of lots of did you, you can only play that when when you first started getting like offered those roles, whether it was in school or beyond, like did you I don't like did you register that as like a hmm or was it just like cool, I got this part? It was it's mixed. Mm-hmm. It's like Cool. I got well. Okay. So my my fr- the pattern. <laughs> Back to the pattern. <laughs> Back to the pattern. <laughs> my my very first like professional gig was um uh <laughs> I'm like oh, oh who was it <laughs> um <laughs> now you having a raven <laughs> vision over here <laughs> is. Is is a character who is known in the musical theater world for being just like not likable. Leah Michelle. Um <laughs> who? That's a Leah Michelle. Who? Ah mm. <laughs> this is acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. acting. Back to me. Back to me. Um <laughs> Um we don't need to talk about trash today. No, um, we don't. No, we don't. Which was the role? There we go. Um, okay. Uh, let me let me read you. Um, no. <laughs> let me read you. <laughs> no. Okay, I won't. It's it's William Barfay from the twenty fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh. And, and while all of the characters are misfits, uh, William is is known as like the fat one. 
Mm -hmm. um, and the one, the one with the weird voice or whatever. Because <laughs> fat um, people always have weird voices. Because they're, yeah. they're funny because they're fat. It affects vocal cords. He has a peanut allergy. He has a glandular condition. <laughs> like... I have a glandular condition. He has, he has like one working nostril. Ew. Um, it's it's just like, um, I don't know. I I feel like I've been painted as this, um, or like typecast as a fat, unlikable person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's that's on that. That's that's yeah. my whole story. Because that 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 the those. When you, when those are the doors that open for you, you can't. I'm sure you like you can't help but like, sort of, start to get in your head about it because it's like okay, because I'm, I'm sure there were other roles that you wanted along the way as well. But yeah. you know, you sort of if it sort of forces you to like reckon with that, and it's hard to do that, especially when you're younger, without all of the positive self talk mm -hmm. and. The, you know, the things that we learn as we get older, the things that we try to undo, um, that sounds hard. Yeah. It, it's, it's hard because it's like, it's like, uh, I, I didn't see any representation in theater growing up of me. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't see anyone who I was like, I see myself in that, I, except for when I was really, really, really young, like a, like a, ba like a bab. Um, are we bab? Well, oh, yeah, we in the nativity bab? scene, when you were a baby. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, when I was a bab. When um, the world was new. <laughs> with Back my when cousin. When the world was new. Sorry. <laughs> my, co my cousin was up on stage, and I was like, oh, th maybe this is something I can do. <laughs> like someone who's yeah, literally related to you. Right. Someone who's literally related to me. Like I see Mommy. myself here, here now. I, s I see myself <laughs> here. We just actually look alike. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, um, only recently, um, Kayala Settle is just someone who I'm like you. I I feel you. You're like in the musical theater, Broadway realm. You're also in film. You're plus sized. You're you're Mari, you're gorgeous, beautiful, mwah. Um, and then there's fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson, mm -hmm. but whom stalls, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it, and, and then it's like, I want to be the representation for other people, but if the roles that I'm getting are telling those people that I'm representing that they are ugly, they are undesirable, they nobody wants to be their friend, they're destined yeah. to... Even though William... I will say, William became one of my favorite roles ever. Like, I would definitely go back and revisit mm -hmm. William. Um, uh, he does end up... Spoilers. He does end up winning the Spelling Bee, but... <laughs> I wasn't even going to um, see this. And he does, he does grow... Did they make into a least... movie too? Mm -hmm. Did they make into a movie or like a live? If thing they do, somewhere? I will be involved. <laughs> you heard it here, damn it! I will be mm. involved. Um, she originated the role. She said, I, just, "I am William." I just need, I just need an agent. Anyways, if anyone's looking, <laughs> um, <laughs> for a client, I, yes, yeah. I. It's just, um, yeah. 
there it is. Period. Yeah, I found it really odd with like the types of roles that I would get. And I think mostly being <clears throat> queer and fat has felt like a huge disadvantage as an actor. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been told that it's a disadvantage as an actor by like, <laughs> you know, like um, being told like, uh, you know, you're just too gay. And I'm like, well, how was I in the audition? And they said, oh, you were good in the audition. It's just how you are. And it's like, oh, okay. So, like, yeah, I've heard a lot of friends. You don't like, like yeah. me. <laughs> I've friends who like go on auditions or like, you yeah, have to hide the gay, have to butch it up for the audition. Outside. Yeah, before the, you're even yeah. in the room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, like it's it's a, frustrating. you have to go there, like, not looking gay. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah. And, I, and I'm someone who's like, you know, fuck that. Like, mm hmm. I'm a drag queen. I've like, you know, started to make my own money doing my own creative work as like in drag. Like, Hello. and so when you I go look into, at the material, like, yeah, when I go into like an audition, like I want them to know that I can be myself. I'm allowed to be myself. That should be respected. And you should also respect my performance. Mm-hmm like as separate things and I don't know. And then it, it's frustrating because as a queer and fat person, I will see non-queer people, non-fat people being able to play whoever the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked at a theater and I saw this queer, like, like multiple queer roles that I could have absolutely played that I wasn't you know, that was just played by the the attractive skinny people who I guess, you know, got to be funny, you know. Mm -hmm. And like at the same time as I don't want to always be typecast as, you know, the queer role is the comedic relief or the fat role is the comedic relief. Mm -hmm. It's not nice to also not be given those roles, see those roles being given to straight people, the queer roles, mm -hmm. and never be respected enough to get a more straight leaning role. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that's been on my nerves for quite some time now. Oh yeah. Especially since I've started drag, I have noticed the lack of interest from theater companies that was there before drag. Mm-hmm. The whole personal life thing is wild to me. <clears throat> because it, it fucks me off. Even if you're good in the audition, like they double down in the idea that it's sort of like they're acknowledging the bias by sort of just because when people like see that someone does drag or they hear that somebody does drag or they do this, that, or the other, or they get an idea in their head. And the acting theater the arts community is more tapped into it's <clears throat> maybe not tapped into but it's more connected to queer culture than a lot of others so you have to acknowledge that people are in the wrong for their natural for the, like their default way of thinking mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you have to acknowledge that just to be in this industry but you're going to lean into that same way of thinking with all the decisions that you make instead of trying to help change the way of thinking it's fucking wild it's like here's where people's ideologies and beliefs are we have to run with that 
It's to mm. sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unfortunate thing is, um, the secret of theater is that all these fucking theater lovers, such as myself, and <laughs> millions of other people, uh, we're gonna watch theater no matter what the fuck you show us. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I, the thing I was thinking about, because like I've I've run into auditions where I'm like, because I'm very feminine, um, sort of bodied, I guess, in comparison to, like, a more conventionally masculine body. Mm. Um, Which, bullshit to that, you know, that's all bullshit. But, um, unfortunately, when we're talking about the entertainment industry, that is Mm -hmm. where those conventions are made. Um, So, it's kind of, uh, it's a... It's a subject. Um, but I I was just thinking when Lady was talking, like, why don't just uh, producers and casting directors, why don't they just turn their fucking brains off? Like, like get rid of like your your preconceptions of what this character says it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um and just like find the right person to play this role exactly. and don't tell us don't tell us it was the right person because so we that i oh, sorry sorry to cut in there but like like talking about the the, the the that area of things as well something that i have noticed is that locally um it it, it really feels quite like the casting briefs are quite blunt about being um biased and disgusting whereas like um i know casting briefs that i've had for um american-based um work has like specifically like in caps at the bottom like mentioned open to all race and all genders and i've been Mm -hmm. kind of like so like i like that it seems as Mm -hmm. if at least somewhere in the world maybe you have a chance. Is starting to change. Yeah. That is a that but, is a definitely a new thing. Um Yeah, but I haven't seen that anywhere locally exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, it fills me with hope, but it, um being someone who's auditioned here, mm. well, that's been a thing. Um I still notice all white casts of rent happening. I still know and of the How same company. We don't need when, to, we when don't, is that so? We don't need to get into that. Um, <laughs> we don't need to get into <laughs> Literally, half of the cast is people of color, and it makes it... Anyway. I mean, people are still casting the fuck, the urchins from the li- Little Shop of Horrors as white people, or anyone other than black people, which they're specifically mm-hmm. in the description of their character. It's three black teenagers mm-hmm. um but wild yeah um just be- because they wanted to do the show because they will be they they will be adamant about making sure that a, a white lead is played by a white lead or or a lead that does not oh, even yeah. have like a, an explicitly a stated disorder. race or or identity they will just double down and say this has like, to be we'll, like, we'll, a white person. Be white like, the time I tried to audition for Spring Awakening, uh-uh. They shot me down. They were like, you seem like you're not completely white. <laughs> and it is insane I, to me. 
Have I told you that story? <clears throat> I don't think so. I- I've told it a couple times. It's um. So I was auditioning for Spring Awakening mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago, and I was because I really, I really enjoy the music. I, I think it's. It's not like the best musical, but it's not my favorite is what I meant by that. But um I so I was like I'd like to audition for this and I went in. We did the little thing. We did we did the bibbidi bobbidi boop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that's why I didn't get it. Um but uh we were doing the auditions and they like it, they had everybody up there because sometimes most of the time, it's just you in the room with mm-hmm. the casting director and the music director and the director. Um, it, 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 more or less. Um, mm-hmm. And But sometimes, they'll have everyone who's auditioning that day go up. Like in a chorus <laughs> line, how they did mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. That play, okay. Yeah, um, which is more prevalent if you're auditioning for a chorus line part yeah. <laughs> um but yeah they had everyone go up and then like like uh two-thirds of the way into the audition time slot someone one of the like assistant directors or whatever they were like stage manager they pulled me aside and they were like um so what are you <laughs> And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> what am I? And I, they're like, like, what, what's your like ethnic ethnicity? <laughs> what wild? What brand of not white are you? <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm Samoan. And they're like, oh, that's it. That's it. Uh, if you don't know anything about Spring Awakening, it's set a long time, a long, long time ago. In uh in Germany. Germany, yeah. Um, so a lot of white kids. <laughs> um and That's they, Lee Le- Yeah, uh Trash Trash was in that too. <laughs> um, not to be not to be confused with Trashly. Who we love. Um, who who whomst we love. Mm-hmm. Who is also um, in Spring Awakening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, yeah, they, and then they asked me to leave. Right then and they were there? Like, you're That's done. Wild. Just like it's in a nice wild. way, but it was essentially like, you're like, done. Mm, we're looking for uh, the Aryan we're, we're, race here. What, what they um, said was, we're trying to be realistic. We're trying to tell an authentic story. And we just don't think Samoan people were in Germany at the time. Um, little, what I wish, what I, what, I wish what I would have said was that well, um, actually, <laughs> uh, Samoan people were in Germany at that time, but they were in human zoos. So I don't know if that's the story you wanted to tell, though. But it's also theater, though. The audience is so far away. Like, <clears throat> Mama, I- shine that light on you. You can look. Why? <laughs> yeah, like I can, well, like, there's the thing. Um, I can pass as white, just speaking yeah. as somebody who's light skinned. I can, um, I can pass as white. That's what people tell me. But <laughs> that's what people tell me. <laughs> um, Which is also strange. B- mm-hmm. But 
only only when they need me. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, like in case of I'm, emergency, break yeah. glass so we can get sapphires to pretend to be white. white. Yeah, <laughs> it's a white emergency. <laughs> break that glass so get break that glass. BB. Oh my god, it's it's ridiculous. And like I I can't really speak to like all the racism in theater, but like it's ridiculous, in, especially in America. Yeah, um, the amount of. Um, workshops i've been in where like <clears throat> there's been people from like all over like we've had like maori people Samoan people polynesian people we've had and then there's it being people from like the maldives and stuff and the like tutor thinks that they're being like so like ah oh, wow i'm so in the know and they'll like tell them like you know you could play you could play African American. You could play this race and this race. You know, you've just got that kind of look. And it's like, I don't know whether they want to be told these things or whether they like, definitely do. Yeah. But it's also it's like, like, why is it that people of color can fill in all these boxes? Yeah. But when mm-hmm. you need white, you need motherfucking white. Yeah. Like, okay. They don't need white. They, they just do. Have it. <laughs> it's just there and it's always so interesting What's that the they default? never say you know like they uh, never say oh you could play this race this race and you could even play roles that actually don't need a specific race they never say things like that never. that's kind of a <laughs> you know they never part. say oh i hope there's so like there's so many different roles they always decide to like specifically pigeonhole it's so mm-hmm. fun. yeah the very very completely hilarious not not Ross Matthews. Not not funny at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ross Matthews. Ross Matthews. Um, the thing about that, I think, is like, it's weird how like white people will be put as like the lead, um, and then I, it is my job as a plus sized POC per- queer person to support this white person it's in the story yeah look at the new spider-man that's that's <laughs> what the first thing i thought of look at all of the mcu the yeah 100 look at all of time just mm. just like a most recent example the spider-man like with the gay like his, not, his i don't friend. know if they're gay but the best friend character Genki. um i've always i've always said his like i'm gonna be typecast as the either the best friend role or the ugly <laughs> yeah um like typecast is like the comical really mm-hmm. sidekick yeah it's it's taken a long time to for me to realize that i am the main character of my own story you have main character energy all the time i know <laughs> there it is <laughs> but it took me a long time to Build that. To, Build to that. figure out you are the main character of this story. Yeah. Because we're told so we're told for years it's hammered into our brains that we are not. We are not that character. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You're you are an extra at best mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. in a lot of these places. So if it weren't if it wasn't for like, you know, my family watching these like like black TV Tyler shows, Perry like oh. that. No. Black TV shows, no. you know, <laughs> like 
That was, that was one of my windows to theater. It's like it's like I wouldn't <laughs> kind of me too. Like, I wouldn't know, you know. I wouldn't know yeah. that we even exist. Like my mom always says, my mom was like, if aliens come down to Earth and turn on any TV channel, they they would think only white people live here. Which means we will be safe. Because they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, you aliens too? I what? Like, period. <laughs> you right. We're just crossing paths. Yeah, I'm dying. He's like, he's like <laughs> lady. Yeah, I'm sorry, Get lady. <laughs> well, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm dying or I'm being put as, because I'm fat and white, I guess maybe they think I'm. If they find you, if they find you in drag, maybe you'll be safe. <laughs> this is, yeah. this is, are you one of us? You say, where you from? <laughs> I'll be safe unless there's an emergency. <laughs> In case of emergency glamour. Case of now, emergency take out white. Now, I, we, now I know that we could representation of theater could be an entire series of podcasts on its own. But before we wrap up, I did want to ask about. I hope, just, I hope I'm answering. Have I answered every question? Okay. Yeah. L O L. Who said like, no? Am, Am I hitting my mark? I'm, I need notes. Um, I'll be. I'm always. I'll be giving you life. your review after the Sorry, podcast. Like, your quarterly review. Now. No, you. Just, both of you are so like. I don't know. Like I, I'm no. I'm not either y'all's parent or anything like that. But like. I just see, I see how that you are in theater. I see that you do theater and like, like, <laughs> don't you know, come like I don't see come it me. in how you carry yourself. You said, Lady Lay, it looks like you shit in her way. I mean, you literally are, you look like you're backstage for a production right now. Mm-hmm. Both really of us. You, so you have a very na- you have a very natural way that you like and think right. and then start a statement. Like you know, the thing is, and so I just I I like that Sapphire. Like you, you are you're you're not always performing, but I see how you say that. Like you worked on becoming the main character. Like I see the I see the fruits of that labor because, and I actually identify with you a lot because I'm not I'm not always on necessarily, but like I'm on so much that like i sometimes don't realize that i'm not performing or that like i'm not like in something right now so like Mm -hmm. i i have many i like grew up with many friends that do theater and i I just never connected with it myself i never had like a very direct window into it for myself but i always connected with people that like sort of i don't know just I think, especially if you start doing it young, you're exposing yourself to characters and stories, and it sort of allows you to break yourself down mm-hmm. and build yourself mm-hmm. up into something else. And be, just the ability to do that in and of itself is how you like you. It's how you grow. It's how you overcome bad habits. It's also how you can lose yourself. But you know, it's also I love how you getting to know new people, right? Through, like characters. It's fun. Like, Getting to know them, like finding ways to empathize with them. Mm. It's I, just like it feels. There's nothing nice. I love more than getting a new script and yeah. just like peeling back the first page and Theater. just like highlighting my mm. name and just like and uh, finding out putting my teeth all of the generations just sinking. <laughs> 
generational trauma. Let it let all the let all the drama the juices run down trauma run down my jewels. Trauma. So, my question for everyone is: If you received an email tomorrow with your dream role in your dream production play musical otherwise what is that can it be screen it can be screen sure why not like theater is everywhere Uh, (laughs) (laughs) anywhere theater has been placed this is i have mine already aphasia is ready i'm gonna get i'm gonna guess first i'm gonna guess first okay aphasia you um I don't know fences. Fences. <laughs> Am I Viola Davis? We- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? You do a fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, what's yours, Aphasia? Okay, I would. This feel like this is like an obvious choice, though, as well. I, th- I thought you were gonna. I think you're gonna get it. But I would love to is be. It- uh, what? Go ahead. Dreamgirls. Of course it is. With your dream girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would love to be Effie White. Um, I think she's just like a fantastic character. I love her. Me and her have a lot in common, you know. We're like, why is she in the front? Ah, I'm I'm the good one. <laughs> <laughs> it me. But like, but like it's also like you're talking about how like they put the pretty skinny one, the light-skinned one, up up front and pushed her back, even though she was better than her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and she had that whole, her whole story after, you know, she left the group and all of that stuff and whatnot. And uh, I think I would love to do that role. I would need to get, like, the singing chops back together because that bitch loves to scream. Um, <laughs> what? You could do it. You could yeah. do it. Just start training. Uh, that is one thing I have he- thought about. Heavy, like, heavy. I look at. So heavy, baby. Oh, oh, heavy, <laughs> I'm sorry, I started that. <laughs> so heavy on me. Sorry. I look at some of these productions, and I'm like, theater is theater says to people like, we will teach you how to do anything. Mm-hmm. You just gotta. Sh- you just get here. Because mm-hmm. singing, dancing, choreography, like it's there's learning just so your lines, much, line, like all of it, mm-hmm. painting for the back of the room, all of it. Oh, that's drag. <laughs> Can y'all see that back there? I'm painting. Oh, for, I'm, the I'm painting for the back of the Can galaxy. The no, you emoting for the back, back, the back of the room. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the enunciation of it all. The like the pre- like. Project like there's no mic there mm-hmm. kind of situation, you know? I'm here yeah. for it. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm emoting for the back of the room. <laughs> this is theater mama. Anyway, I'm sorry. Do we have more dream roles? Have have we received our emails? It's a dream role. It's a dream role. For me specifically, I think that I don't necessarily have a dream role because I... My dream role would be something that I just completely resonated to, mm. like someone who is queer, someone who's large, and someone who I guess has some trauma. Um, and it being like normalized, and it being um, 
something that is like recognized as great from an audience, you know? I've never seen, I guess, like a more masculine role who has mental health um, struggles. Um, I've, I've, I like rare, you rarely see that mm-hmm. being something that is like normalized and seen as like, this is a powerful role, yeah. you know, like it's always like, Demonizing I don't know. It. Demonizing it or making it something that it's actually not, like making yeah. up some fake kind of illness. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh my God, look at this. This is mental health. And it's like, why can't we just be a bit more honest? Or like, if we are like, you know, um, making it bigger, why can't we like make that satire and include people who actually mm-hmm. have, you know, like struggled with mental health to like yeah. work on that like satire to do with it? to like actually make it humorous to other people who would understand the humor. Like, I don't know. Um, so I think that I can't say that I do have a dream role. I like getting paid for roles though. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite role is the one that pays. (laughs) I love that. No, that's real though. Like, you know, especially being, (laughs) not rolls of hundreds uh i think that that's very real and i feel like a lot of queer people a lot of fat people a lot of people of color would have a hard time picking out like a dream role without also like making some concessions about the identity of the the character that they're that they're playing um so Mm -hmm. i'm with that if there was a uh a broadway adaptation of a show like pose I would get up on that absolutely or um I don't know I'm trying to think of like more black queer things like but yeah it would I'm literally having to look at like adaptations of movies and TV mm. partially cuz I don't know that many plays but I especially don't know, don't know that many plays that feature black queer people Kinky Boots is like the default I just wanted to sound is, like I I'm knew so more. sorry I'm so sorry you're fine To Wang Fu yeah. Thank you. Now we can. What, now we're talking. The two, the two, the two straight I would straight up do Tu Wong Fu. That I would be fun. They made a musical adaptation. I did make a musical adaptation. Oh, cool. Into it. Sapphire, what, uh, you open this email. What's the dream role that you're getting? Um, William Barfay in the 25th <laughs> annual Putnam County <laughs> Spelling Bee on Broadway, the revival and or the film adaptation. No, I... Mm, me and I would absolutely s- reply, and I would hit the reply, and I'd say, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I accept." You're the one. I don't care about the money. <laughs> it's not about the money. 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 As you like glance away, you real quick. to me. Oh I don't. God. No, it was. It was just. I don't. I don't care about the money. I, you're I saying that it's not about that. You're saying that <laughs> to, like to, to, to say face and be like, I'll just, I'll just do the role. It's fine. I'll do it. I'm just very. I, humble. I care more about doing the role, though. That's fair. So, like, I think. I mean, the role it will lead to I, more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the reason I enjoy mentioning money is because we need to. I have artists recognize that they deserve. Of the income that they deserve, like Listen, and yes. yeah, community theater being like um, 
very volunteer. Mostly like just free stuff, volunteer mm. stuff, and people really enjoying it. And it's like, why can't we just put more into that? Give these people, let these people know who are entertaining you. Yeah. That they like can have a future in this. I don't know. Sapphire yeah. suckered me into doing a free roll uh, last summer, and I said never again. I I should have with the way people were liking that. I should have been paid. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. It was, it <laughs> no, was you're good. Fantastic. It was really fun. <laughs> Listen, Gee, if anyone wants to produce, uh, nah. um, Shakespeare 101. I next time I can pay the people. <laughs> right. I was like, where's this leading? Um, give me a. Favorite and a least favorite play musical production. Um, this one we will. Uh, this is you, you can add in like a, a screen thing that you hate or love as well. But um, I'm specifically asking. Should for, it be like favorite and least favorite that we've done? It can be. Yeah, yeah. It can be ones that you have done. It can be. Uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever speaks fun. to you. Whatever speaks to you most. Favorites and least. Let's do that. Favorites and least favorite that you've done. Oh, okay. And if you don't have that, then hit me with scene. I have both. Go Sapphire. Okay, so... uh, Favorite that I've done, I'm going to say it again, William Barfay from the 25th anniversary. (laughs) They aren't listening to this podcast, Sapphire. (laughs) The producers are not listening to this. Genuinely, that's my favorite role. Okay. Uh, Favorite production. Um... I don't want to. I don't want to go. I want to go off on a tangent exactly, but it had <laughs> it. It has to do with like not having any other roles that I really related to. Um, mm-hmm. and my least favorite. Remember when I said I had all of mine? Um, I. <laughs> Guest on the podcast has been Sapphire's least favorite role. (laughs) (laughs) My least favorite role was playing um, Aegeus in A Midsummer Night's Dream. I Um, hated playing Hermia's father. Just last summer, yeah. Last summer. Okay, there we go. And you casted yourself in that. Let's let's talk about that. I landed in the role. We don't need to talk about it. I landed in the role. Beers. No one auditioned. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I was stuck. The position has been filled, and I already said I was making this. Uh, Aphasia. You have your... Uh, Favorite? It's a a tie between the stage production of The Lion King and The Color Purple. Okay. You were in both of them? No. I was not in either of those. I wish. I fucking wish. You ain't shit, lady. If, <laughs> look, if I had to pick a second dream role, it would be Rafiki in The Lion King because they are just so amazing. Like, the singing is so fucking good. Um, yeah, right. Simba. It's um, the it was voiced by the home. Wait, no, that he was he was Scar in the live action. Never mind. Um, no, so Jeremy Irons. Two, no, 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 no. I would say he played Scar in the uh, live action Beyonce version. He was in Kinky Boots. 
Um, Nicole Byer recently mentioned uh, Beyonce being in The Lion King, and she was like, bitch, if you're going to cast Beyonce in The Lion King, just cast her as Simba. Why the fuck you get Beyonce and put her in this small-ass Nala role? (laughs) She had a a joke in her Netflix (laughs) Her new special, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's good. That just made me think of it. Um, (laughs) Least least everything I've ever seen, Cats. Ew, you saw that? I I haven't seen the movie. I saw the Sage production. Yeah, you went out of your way even more to see that. No, I said this is one of the first things I saw on Broadway when I was a kid. Oh, that's a Ten-year-old Aphasia bought tickets. Out of the show. (laughs) God, I really didn't like it. I was like, this is strange. These songs are not what I want. And it was just not the teases. So, yeah. Those are mine. I'm gonna squeeze mine in before ladies because there's sub I don't have roles that I've really done. Um I took an acting for non-majors class in college and I said I'll just be dramatic outside of this. Um a favorite, like I guess I'll go with movie. I'm going with movie musicals. Mm-hmm. Specifically movie <laughs> musicals. <laughs> My um least favorite movie musical is nine. Great things happen in nine, and I'm I, I went into nine so yeah. excited. Great things happen in it, but the way they piece it together is garbage, Mama. Like it's got a great. It's boring watch, but it, I like Fergie. It could have been like a handful of like Fergie. it could have been a handful of, of like YouTube videos. Uh, yeah. Just give me, just give me the numbers. <laughs> my favorite, only because it has my heart and it always has. It's Moulin Rouge. Hate me, mm. hate okay. on me, hate on. Who would hate you for watching uh, that? Uh, the the reason that I don't like theater gays is because whenever I would try to relate to them and I would bring up all I know, which was Moulin Rouge, They'd I would just like, get. I would. I they would just exactly snob it up. Do. No, I know really? exactly. The, I know the, exactly the time. Tell me. They're like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As if I catfished them into, like, a relationship oh. with someone who does theater. <laughs> I see a lot. I see a lot of those. But mm-hmm. mainly because I, um, I'm i doing it. No. <laughs> yeah. You do it every, you do it every time I mention Moulin Rouge. <laughs> and then, then it's mainly- okay. <laughs> Mainly because I always pretend like I know nothing about musical theater. Like, I, I'll, I'll, like, pretend I know, ev- like, I'm one of those people who's like, I love musical theater. I love everything about musical theater. My favorite musical is is Wicked. Yes. There's only us. And just sing. I feel sing. red. The theater community yeah. has absolutely ruined Wicked, by the way. That song was from Rent. No, no, no. (laughs) No, I know, but (laughs) well, yeah, I did. So I I missed that joke, and I apologize. The theater community, theater community has they've bastardized. I should say ruined. They've bastardized. Um, Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen, Heather's the Musical, Be More Chill. Okay, I'll stop. I like Be More Chill. Hold on, hold on. Watch it, and I really enjoyed it. But I didn't know the theater gays destroyed it. Oh. Mean gays. The, tum- the, theater gays, the Tumblr theater gays ruined, ruined Hamilton. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Heathers. Yeah. And Dear Ben Hansen. 
and Beamer. My, <laughs> my, my mom went to see Hamilton out here. And then the girl in front of them, like her and her friend, would just like was singing every single song. And then there's the guy next to them was like, "Ma'am, can you please stop?" <laughs> we came here like this isn't show, this isn't Rocky no, was, Horror Picture Show, bitch. It was it, it was like her first time actually seeing it live, and she's very excited. Like her yeah. husband was like, oh my God. "No, I like, can't say like, people singing along in musicals." Shut the fuck up! I'm there to watch performance. I don't like people clapping, Sorry, and rude? no, I don't like people even clapping or making too much noise in a movie. Like, I don't like people. Spider Man was general. very challenging to go see. Uh, this episode is actually supposed to be about movie I don't like theaters. Talking, but I do um, like clapping and cheering. The cinema, at, like, correct moments. at the correct moments. There were so many times when this person was the only queen in the building, feeling the need to clap at the screen. I was just like, "No, if it's not a group clap, then don't like, do Why it. Are you clapping? Either we There's all get the clap, group. or nobody gets it." There are certain shows where it's like part of the show to like just be hooting and hollering and having a great time. Something but, tells me Sony Pictures presents gotcha. Spider-Man No Way Home was not one of these productions. <laughs> not one of those. Um, like The Color Way. Purple was one of those. On yeah. Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, Sixth the Musical. I they, can go on. They do so many like literal watch-alongs like for some of these productions. I've been to a yeah, Rocky Horror watch-along watch before. Like Rocky Horror, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are... Oh, those are different. subpar. I know, I know. Not the, I'm, kidding, uh, I'm kidding. Bottom of the barrel, it's me. Uh, you think Rocky is? I love it. Um, <laughs> I was, I was joking. I was being one of those theater gays. Well, you um, really. Uh, you it's not like Rocky Horror. Scum. I was, no, I was being one of those theater gays that we previously discussed, mm. previously mentioned. The you're ones just, that are like you're just so good at this role. Wow. <laughs> so it's just about your typecast as a nasty person. Because I do enjoy playing the antagonist. I never said I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it, but I am typecast. Yeah, I'm trying to be <laughs> the most <laughs> Lady Lay, tell us a favorite role you've played and a least favorite. Um, I think I'll do like so. My favorite. Yeah, my favorite play that I've done was probably, I, I would say Trees Beneath the Lake. It was a, um, I want to see this first... based on the title. Mm. Oh, great. It was, it was, um, like the original, like performance of it. So it was quite exciting. And it was my first, um, professional Acting and role. So I the was one 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So I, my name was in, you know, a place book and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really exciting to see like my name on little like things around the city and stuff. And you get your name in the, in the script now. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. My name's in the script. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really, I don't know. It was a really, brilliant experience i guess coming from high school and being nervous about not amounting to much and being told that i'm actually good it was a milestone i wanted to do um and quite on a dark note potentially um the least favorite role i've done would be in sound of music Mm -hmm. um and having to do a lot of anti-Semitic um, scenes without being informed at all what I'm talking about. Like, without 
like I was a young person who didn't really know what I was talking about and I, I you know just naturally assumed it was a a non-issue and looking back I'm like why was I not like spoken to from an mm-hmm. adult about what I was doing yeah so I think yeah yeah there's lots of moments like that in theater which I think need to be addressed more safely yes mm-hmm. yeah there's there's a difference between uh like somebody portraying a role and completely understanding what mm-hmm. their their character is representing um and like being able to separate your own personal yeah. beliefs from that and there's from the people who don't know any better and they just it becomes part of their rolodex of knowledge yeah um it's a, it, it can be dangerous. You need to be able to like almost like consent to what you're going to be portraying, like yeah. Especially if you don't have all of like the context or the education and awareness about the text and your lines and all that shit. Yeah. Ooh. Well. Well. Thank you for sharing all these things. Um. This has been our theater queer episode of the podcast, y'all. Aphasia, did you? Uh, what did you learn today? I feel like. Um, I learned that Sapphire likes to be the villain because they haven't said otherwise. And they're really good at it. They're really good at it. Yeah. Oh, um, I did, I did have, uh, two questions. One question, really. Um, who hurt you bad enough to turn to musical theater? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you want an honest answer yes. i was like they have real answers to this. <laughs> yes um so i'm not paying you for this therapy session. <laughs> i told aphasia we were having this episode and i said aphasia send me any questions you have for them and all aphasia says is oh yeah oh well i love all of this uh my only questions for them are who hurt you enough to turn into musical theater and why are you like this? <laughs> I was like, you are annoying. <laughs> you do not have to answer that question. You don't have to answer that Please. at all. I'm, I'm completely kidding. I love you both. And Sapphire, I was like, I saw how serious Sapphire's face was and I was like, <laughs> I will answer. Sapphire, they- I, do, I do think that, um, learning how to like empathize with different types of people with the roles and that you play and stuff mm-hmm. and all of that like has helped with trauma trauma um, <laughs> i guess if that relates to aphasia's question also being able to write or device theater like based on feelings mm-hmm. and emotions um being able to create work um as like an outlet for those who have hurt me mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you better turn that quote lady said oh no, no. the question was <laughs> asked <laughs> like yeah i think lots of creative people have have been hurt mm-hmm. and potentially mm-hmm. I think that does lend to a creative mm-hmm. mindset on different ways to put mm-hmm. energy 
Mm-hmm. Stuff. I agree. I mean, aren't some of the best things written by people who are in a dark place? Yeah, no. Sylvia Plath. Yeah, I was kidding. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> the best theater comes from unbridled joy. That is all. Yes. <laughs> no, that's so real though. Like they were joking questions, but you know we. Yes. We put our, as queer people, we get to choose our family. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh we, uh, <laughs> I leave the podcast forever. Please. Um, no, but I it's so not to be a part of this family anymore. Important yeah. to, have, <laughs> to have outlets for um, mm-hmm. for the shit that we go through mm-hmm. to make it mm-hmm. to make it make sense. Because I mean, therapy is wonderful and expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, the arts were here yeah. before a whole lot of other shit, and it'll be here far after a lot of this shit erodes. It may not be therapy, but it is therapeutic for, for some people. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, I do have an answer for you, Aphasia. Oh, well, you can answer if you want to. The question being, who hurt me to turn to musical theater? Uh-huh. What was the second question? Why are you like are this? You and why, why am I like this? <laughs> I may or may not address the second question. Okay, got it. You, you just first, found out about it? The first, <laughs> the first answer may or may not um, give you clues. So, who hurt me? The world. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I fucking knew it. <laughs> We're we're ending there. I can't take us out of here. <laughs> take us out of here. Um, and I just wanted to watch the world burn. Please <laughs> let everyone know where they can follow you. Oh Sapphire, where can we find you before you commit global arson? <laughs> that arson, was a, I love that was a reference. If you get it, text me. Don't text me. <laughs> if you know the answer, text Sapphire at... If you know the answer, tweet me at Sapphire E. Glamour on Twitter. That's S-A-F-I-R-E-E-G-L-A-M-O-U-R. You can also find me at Sapphire E. Glamour on Twitch. I think Instagram, too. I may or may not be a thing. Uh, Instagram hates me. Oh, um, is this true? Why is it... Yeah, it's still it's still not letting me post anything. But, Even Instagram type cast Sapphire as the villain. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also find me on YouTube, both my main channel and my gaming channel. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And you can also find me in your nightmares. <laughs> I, d- I don't want to finish the bit. Can we? Con- can we? That's fine, lady. Where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at all social medias at it's lady lay i t s that spells it's lady is l e i d y and lay is l e i. That's it's lady lay on all social medias. That's i t s l e i d y l e i. Spelling for the back of the room. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spelling yeah, I'm going to take, I'm gonna take oh, a spelling roll. You're going <laughs> to... <laughs> She's coming for the gig. Um, and of course, Aphasia, my uh, my fabulous, mm-hmm. phenomenal co-hostess. Where, where do they find you conversations. All uh, these things. <laughs> all the time. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch and TikTok as Aphasia Speaks. 
You can find me on Instagram as queen underscore aphasia. You can also find me in Venmo, Cash App, uh, PayPal at Adaphasia Speaks there as well. So coffee, you know, all these things. So yeah. It's Kofi. Is it Kofi? It's coffee. We're not going to do this. No, no, no. It looks like it's Kofi. No, no, no. They, I had a little pop-up thing, and I read it, and I said, why does it say it's Kofi like no fee? And then I was like, oh, it's Kofi like no fee, because there is no fee. Why are we doing an ad for this goddamn company? You can find me at Sir Real Camille. Tip me. S-I-R. I'm on PayPal. R-E-A-L. We're not going to let you plug yourself. Camel. You know, if you don't know where to fucking find me, why did you make it to the end of this goddamn episode? We've been on here for over an hour, and if it, I'm not going to get the follows from this one plug. Just kidding. Please follow I will. the real Camille. We, no, 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 no. You need to tell you changed your name. Oh, yeah, I just changed my name. Uh, my name is Dick Tater. Shout out to Joyce Steve. You can't take that. I, will you let me shout a bitch out? <laughs> Did you send the money? You sent the money? I send, uh, if you are if you like that drag name, send it to at Joy Steak, J-O-Y underscore S-T-I-Q-U-E, Drag Monarch of Team Stream Queens and Twitch. Uh, don't worry about who the fuck I am. Just go follow all these other incredible and fabulous people. Thank you for joining us, Theater Queers. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, what? what? I do this shit every week. Surreal Camille. Uh, Chameleon, because I'll be changing shit. Like, my desire to shout myself out. Uh, find me on all the places. <laughs> I'm like, please. I care about who you are. You they re- might not, but you, I do. You read it out, and I thought you shouted Moses again. And I was like, oh, fuck. Moses! <laughs> Okay, we need like on grind. We're already late for our third appointment of the day, so we're gonna wrap this up and we'll catch you next week for another episode of the podcast. Sapphire's the antagonist. Everybody stop recording. (laughs) Stop goddamn recording. Evan stopped recording. I know you wanna take a peep, we'll come to the circle, free your freak. We hang and sang a bang and bang and making all this mental money. Let's get into it. I know you wanna take a peek, we'll come to the circle, free your freak. We hanging and singing and banging and banging and making all this mental money, right, right. Mental money's right, right. Mental money, life has got cold, the high speed of its high. Mental money, oh no. Mental money, watch it go. Mental money, no need a bitch is insatiable. Mental money, make it fast. Mental money, get your cash. Mental money, what you get listening to the podcast. Mental money, run it up. Mental money, fill your cup. Mental money, gas me up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Oh yeah. All of that face, all of that body, something going on behind. Fuck a backstage as I'm pulling the curtain back.